the quest for smooth, silky skin can be endless, especially if you're relying on shaving or plucking. Waxing, on the other hand, can save you time and provides results lasting up to four weeks. Doesn't that sound incredible? In this episode, we're going to talk about the ABCs of waxing and how to get you guys ready for smooth, hairless skin for this summer and the rest of your life. Continue listening. Don't forget to share this episode and leave a review. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Why, hello, beautiful queens and kings out there in this grand universe. Are you ready to feel confident in your skin? Well, guess what, honey? You came to the right podcast. My name is Adriana Skin. I'm a licensed esthetician, makeup artist, and solo business owner of Chic Sensation Aesthetics since December 2017. And here at this podcast, we will be talking about anything aesthetics, beauty, wellness, beauty trends that we love, and beauty trends that we hate, as well as featuring local businesses in our community and the hot heat of Houston, Texas to help support one another opening with each episode with a guided meditation breath work to help rebalance and recharge. When you look and feel your best, you radiance confidence. You can also find Chic Sensation Aesthetics on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening and never to forget to enhance your harmony. Just breathing in 
breathing out. Breathing in, feeling the breath as it passes through your nostrils. Breathing out, feeling the breath as it leaves your nostrils. Keeping your awareness light and gently on your breath. Breathing mindfully in the present moment. Breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. If thoughts come in, as they always do, acknowledge the thoughts without judgment and let them go. Let them drift away like clouds floating across the sky and breathe your awareness back to your breath, back to your breathing, back to the present Breathing in, I know I am breathing in. Breathing out, I know I am breathing out. Each time your attention moves away from the breath, distracted by a thought about something you have to remember to do perhaps or maybe something that is bothering you or worrying you. Notice the thought, acknowledge the thought, and then let it go. And bring your awareness back to your breath. to the present moment, letting your full awareness be on the breath as it comes in, as it goes out. Notice the familiar rhythm of the breath. Breathing in, I am is calm. Breathing out, I smile. When you bring your awareness to the breath in this way, you are connecting the mind and the body in the present moment. for 
your spirit in many languages is the same. So bringing your awareness to your breath connects mind, body, and spirit in the present Continue to mindfully breathe in this way for as long as you like. Following the breath all the way in, noticing light, slight pause at the turning Becomes the out breath and following the breath all the way through, noticing the brief pause at the turning point as the breath out becomes the in breath. As we bring this meditation to the end, keeping your eye closed for just a little longer, take a moment to notice how you are feeling, your body, your mind, your spirit. If you like, offer gratitude for this time you have taken for yourself to be quiet, to breathe, and bring back yourself into balance. Slowly come back into the room, aware of your body in the chair, Opening your eyes whenever you are ready. Stay tuned after this commercial break. Hello, fabulous queens and kings out there in this grand universe. Are you feeling fabulous? Because I feel like you guys are feeling fabulous. I can feel your energy. <laughs> it's overcoming me. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, a wonderful month, and a wonderful week. And welcome back. You know, it's me, your girl, Adriana Scan, giving you guys some information on anything aesthetics. 
And this episode, how the intro mentioned, we're going to be talking about waxing. We're getting close to the summertime, so that means we are showing off our skin, whether that be our legs, our underarms, our upper lip and chin, and our backs, chest, toes, you name it. We are trying to stay cool this summer with our clothing. <laughs> so, um... There are different types of hair removal treatments, um, but this is just going to be about waxing for right now. Later on in the episode, we'll talk more about the difference of laser hair removal versus waxing, shaving versus waxing, and even about sugaring, because I've had a few people ask me about sugaring, and I actually don't perform it. I don't know if there's any places near the surroundings of Condor, Texas that perform sugaring, but we can definitely talk about that. So let's go ahead and get started on this episode. Okay, so how does waxing work? Well, waxing is basically... Sorry, you guys. I'm trying to get my notes together and organized so I'm not all over the place. Okay, so here we go. Um, how it works is in this treatment, warm wax adheres to the hair and cools. Then it is pulled off in strips. There are two types of wax. There's hard wax and soft wax. I perform both or use both. Hard wax is usually better for more delicate areas like the face, underarms, bikini area because it, it it's easier on the skin because um, it mainly sticks to the hair. And when you apply it, it cools and then that actual strip is being removed itself without having a felt, I always forget what they're called, but the white strips that are put on top of the soft wax. So... It's not like that. It's you pull off the wax itself. I like to use hard wax on bikini areas and underarms and on the face because how I mentioned it's more gentle on the skin because it doesn't stick to the skin as much even though it does exfoliate the skin but not as much as soft wax. Uh, I also use it for cleanup strips for um, after using soft wax so that's another way I use hard wax. Um, now with soft wax, it's good because it's for bigger surface areas where I like to use it for. So the legs, the arms, the back and the chest. I like using soft wax for finer hair too and for using certain cleanups as well. Hard wax, the problem with it, it sometimes doesn't grab the very soft, soft hairs as good as soft wax so that's where I'll alternate it between the both now it doesn't matter if you whoever technician you go to some are specifically hard wax some are more soft wax or some kind of use both like I do it doesn't matter it's just whatever technique and skill that they like to use the ultimate goal is to remove the hair completely so hair generally needs to be at least a quarter of an inch which is a size of long, a long grain of rice. Except if it's on your face where it, it can be shorter. Your um, 
skincare professional will ensure that the area to be waxed is completely dry so the wax can better attach to the hair follicle. And of course, there are different types of prepping techniques that each wax technician or esthetician will do. Uh, it also depends on the brand of wax that they're using too. Different brands ask for specific prepping methods. So sometimes they'll cleanse the skin to make sure there's no oils on the skin. And then um, they'll use like a barrier oil, which can be like hydrating. And then they will also use powder, like a, some people use cornstarch. Some people will just use a powder that like um, baby powder. I use organic baby powder. And this will ab absorb any extra oils. Sometimes they don't do all three steps. Sometimes they'll just cleanse and wax. Sometimes they'll just do oil if you're really dry, if, if your skin's really dry. Usually they use this more during the wintertime. And then if your, your skin's very, very uh, sweaty or has a lot of precipitation, I guess, which is the same thing as sweaty, <laughs> they'll use the baby powder. Uh, most people will use this during the summertime because it does get hot. And, um, or sometimes they don't use anything at all and they just let your natural oils on your skin be a barrier. Uh, I do that too, depending. Um, it just depends how I'm feeling and different products that I'm using as well. So there's that on different prepping styles that some technicians do. So after they prep, they'll go ahead and apply the wax. They'll make sure that it's not too warm and it's at a good consistency. So then the wax is then applied in the direction of the hair growth and the skin is pulled taut, which is super important to avoid any lifting or bruising on the skin. And then the technician then pulls the wax off the opposite direction, removing the hair follicle by the root to ensure there's no um, breakage and that the hair is being removed seamlessly. Waxing reduces hair growth when sessions are performed at a regular rate, so 30-day intervals. The minimum that I tell people for their first time, the minimum of having no hair left behind is about three waxing sessions. Because if you're shaving, it's making the hair grow at different rates. And so when we're waxing, we're trying to get the hair to grow at the same rate. So then every single hair is removed. So say if you just started waxing, like say you have a wax appointment tomorrow. And you get your legs waxed. Well then, next week you might have some hair growth coming in. Well, it shouldn't be that soon that your hair is growing back. The reason why the hair is growing back that fast is because that's the hair that was underneath the skin and wasn't ready to grow. It wasn't long um, at the stages of being able to come out of the follicle or your pore. So that is due to shaving. And so this is why it's important to at least have three waxing sessions to get a seamless, smooth, uh, wax application or wax removal appointment if that makes sense and then after that different areas it's different different areas require different times to schedule your appointment uh, so facial is about every two weeks 
um, facial waxing, underarms, same two to three weeks. The rest of your body is about four weeks, three to four weeks. And the more often you get wax, the, the how I mentioned, the reduces of hair will be growing. So your hair will be coming finer and sometimes patchy and yes so become finer and patchy in certain areas now keep in mind this does depend on your genetics or if you have any hormonal imbalances but general speaking it becomes less less amount of hair growing the more often you get it try not to shave in between wax appointments because this can stump the process that we're trying to get the hair grow at the same rate now, um, while shaving crops the hair level with the skin, waxing pulls the hair out by the root. So, how I mentioned, it grows back softer, finer, and thinner. And, in fact, the more you wax, the less hair grows back. Um, plucking can have the same results of waxing and that the hair is removed by the root, um, but it can take... It can, the time consuming and less appealed is getting the hair one by one rather than a whole bunch of hair at once. You know what I mean? So it'll take you longer. <laughs> it'll take you longer to pluck or tweeze, if you will. It'll, it'll, take a long, it'll take longer for you to tweeze each hair individually than rather having it all removed at once. And the pain with that, um, will not be as excruciating <laughs> because waxing pulls off a couple of layers of skin along with hair it can cause tenderness and swelling and should not be performed if you're particularly sensitive um this is where sugaring can help um additional if you're taking any Retin-A, Accutane or any prescription medications for acne uh sensitive Skin sensitivity can be heightened and waxing should not be done at, at all when you're on these medications because um, it can cause tearing to the skin, which means it literally tears your skin and it'll look like you burned yourself in a way. Um, you can probably hear the dogs. Um, if you have any questions or concerns, you should really discuss this with your technician or your dermatologist too if you're on your medication on these specific medications, you need to talk to your dermatologist about it. Talk to your dermatologist or any of the estheticians that you're seeing about what are the contraindications and if waxing, is there any specific um, rules with waxing and taking those medications or ingredients that you're doing for your skin. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yes, that's really important. Like I said, we don't want to tear your skin because we don't want you to have a bad experience. So this also goes with facial treatments. You want to avoid using any face or getting any facial treatments seven days before or after or any type of exfoliating scrubs or exfoliating ingredients. You should not use these seven days before and after your waxing session. What to expect? Fact. Okay, first, it is so important to make your appointment with a trained professional, either a licensed esthetician or a cosmetologist. 
do not go to someone that is not licensed. Don't go to their house. Don't buy a kit on Amazon and try performing it on yourself or getting your friend to do it to you. Don't do it. This is where you're going to hurt yourself. Um, if you go to a professional who's trained, they will ensure that you receive the high quality of a wax session and they are licensed to know how to have sanitation and disinfection going on in their treatment room and it's just safer for you, okay? Because those people who do that to you and or not they don't have the knowledge or skill or education to wax properly, you're going to have a bad experience and then you're going to assume that that's how it is all over and that is not true whatsoever. All right, so make sure you go to a licensed professional or a cleaned facility, okay? So I suggest that women schedule their wax appointment in the middle of their menstruation cycle rather than right before or right after their periods as the skin could be more sensitive during this time. Um, if you're pregnant, you can get wax, but just keep in mind, you know, your hormones are more heightened, so it is going to be more sensitive. Um, let's see. Next, um, be sure the hair you want wax is grown out, how I mentioned, about a quarter to a half an inch above the skin. If hairs are too short, the wax won't be able to adhere to them strongly enough to be pulled out. So then you'll have basically like, mm, like five o'clock shadow, if you will. Um, refrain from taking a shower or bath right after your wax appointment. Now, the reason being is because if you're using hot water, your skin is a little more sensitive, so it might get irritated. But do be sure you come to your appointment clean. Please come to your appointment clean. That's all I have to say right there. You guys know what you mean. I mean by staying clean. Okay, just make sure you're clean before you come to your appointment, especially if it's a Brazilian appointment. Please come clean. Um, let's see. Let me look at my notes. What else do I have? Dun, 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 dun. Uh, make sure you're hydrated as well. Hydration is key for anything, but especially for waxing. If you're not drinking enough water, if you're not hydrating the areas, it can make your hair brittle. And so when we wax, it can cause it to break. And so you'll have stubble left over or it's just not being able to come out correctly, the hair. So make sure you're hydrated. Make sure you exfoliate too. You want to use a gentle exfoliator about two days before your wax appointment. A gentle exfoliator would be like a loofah or a washcloth. Um... Do not use any acid exfoliators two days before. Those type of, excuse me, those type of exfoliators you want to use about, you want to refrain from using those seven days before and after because we do not want to over exfoliate your skin to cause any tearing. Let's see, let me look at my notes. If it's your first time for your waxing session, uh, the Wax technician will give you an intake form to fill out, and this will ask all the questions that it need that they that they need, like home care, um, medications that you're on, if you're about to start your cycle for you ladies out there, um, 
your health history, also the contraindications list will be on there. And then after you fill out your intake form, they'll do a mini consultation. So this will get them to know what's going on, more of your lifestyle and your home care to prevent any harm that might happen during your wax session. Now the question that a lot of people ask me, and I'm sure you guys are curious about, does waxing hurt? Unfortunately, it does. I like to be honest with you guys, it does hurt. Um, it's not a lingering pain, it's a quick, sharp pain. And of course, um, the quicker it is of the removal, the less of a sting it is. And afterwards, usually technician will put pressure after they remove to kind of stop or stop the pain, sting, if you will. Um, but it does. Unfortunately, it does hurt. And the coarser your hair is and the more dense and long it is, it does hurt. I'm so sorry to admit that, but it does. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The more you get it done, um, the more used to it you get. And also it's about breathing, making sure you're breathing through your session, making sure you're not clenching your body. Um, or trying to close your legs, please. Like I'm, I'm thinking about Brazilians right now. But if you're getting Brazilian or bikini wax done, please don't clench your legs together. Because if you have wax on and it's not, if it's not removed or if it's not dried all the way, you can get stuck, and that hurts worse. So try to be relaxed. Try to breathe it through. Do not drink before you get waxed. This will make it worse. It will make the pain worse. Don't. If you're in certain states, don't smoke weed before because this will make it worse as well. Don't be on any type of drug substances. Like I said, it's going to make it worse. Try not to drink caffeine because this makes your anxiety super, super, super high. So don't do that. Um, like I said, breathe it through. I usually like to kind of guide people through breathing when I wax them because it just keeps their brain out of the pain. Um, you can take ibuprofen if you like. Um, uh, some people swear by it. I personally don't take anything when I get waxed, um, but you're more than welcome to, to take ibuprofen. You don't have to, but you can. And um, let me see. I, I Yeah, it, it does hurt. It's just the nature of beast with waxing, you guys. I'm so sorry. Now, okay, let me, let me mention this real quick. I know right now there are some people out there marketing that, oh, pain-free wax, oh, pain-free this, oh, la, la, la. Most of the time when they're marketing that, it's just hard wax. And yes, hard wax cannot hurt as much as soft wax, but it's still waxing. It's going to hurt. I've had people ask me, should they use numbing cream or products to numb it? And I don't recommend it. I don't use it for people and the reason why I don't recommend it is because if there are certain products that you're buying like on Amazon or over the counter that are numbing, it can actually numb your skin to the sensitivity of the heat of the wax. So even though we check it to make sure it's okay and not hot enough, um, your skin is can be different than mine and if I apply it and you can't tell the difference of the heat, it can burn your skin, but you can't tell because it's numb. And so the next day, it looks like it's burnt. 
So that's why I don't use numbing creams. That's why I don't recommend people using numbing creams. Um, just avoid them. Like I said, the treatment, the waxing session, it doesn't, it's not that long depending on the skill of the technician and how long they've been waxing for. Um, you guys can get through it. I trust, I, I know you can. I believe in you. It's all about breathing. Just like with anything else that is pain, like working out, um, tattoos, piercings, etc. It's all about breathing it through. I do want to mention if this is your first wax appointment and even sometimes later on in your appointments, depending, you might have some pinpoint bleeding, which is so normal. Don't uh, be alarmed. This is very, very, very normal because we're removing the hair from its food source. So you might have some little bleeding. It shouldn't go through the whole day or anything, but you might have some during your appointment. After your wax appointment, usually your technician will apply some type of aftercare. So I personally like to use Ouch Balm by Saint Brazil. Um, it helps it has some soothing effects to it, so it's going to help calm the skin, so your legs, your underarms, your brows, your upper lip, your chin, back, chest, anywhere. It calms the skin. Um, there are some things out there that you can add on to your treatment. Like, I personally offer the CBD Hydro Jelly Mask, where you can put it under your arms, on your face, Brazilian area. I haven't done on the legs, but I'm sure we can do that. This will just help cool and soothe the skin. And CBD is an anti-inflammatory, so it's really great for healing the skin. You can also do, some technicians offer this, some don't. Um, but for me, I also offer booty facials and CBD va facials. Um, I only use CBD products for these areas because it is a delicate area and CBD is more gentle on the skin, so I don't want to use anything too crazy that can irritate that area. Now, the facial is only on the top mound of the skin. It's not going to be on the labias um, because that is very delicate, okay? So any of those products are not applied in that area. But here are a few things, how I mentioned, some add-ons that you can do to your wax appointment. Um, like I said, um, some people will put like an oil to remove any of the stickiness um, afterwards, or they'll use whatever protocol that they have to help soothe the skin and speed up the healing part of the skin. And then after that, you're finished. So your technician will probably give you some information on pre and post care, which I am going to go over what I do for my pre and post care of waxing treatments um, or waxing sessions. And then they will pre-book your appointment to make sure you get the time and day that you need before they get um, booked up. So then you're not like, oh, I need to come in and my hair is too long and I have to shave. So try to avoid any of that. Just pre-book your appointment. Okay. You can always reschedule it. That's the great gloriness of getting pre-book or pre-booking your appointment. You get the time that you want, you get the day that you want, and if you ever need to reschedule, you can always do that. At Cheek Sensation Aesthetics, I do retail home care for waxing. So one of the lines I use is Safe Brazil, which is a local business in Texas uh, created by an esthetician. There are some products that are great for eczema. Um, and you can actually use it on all ages, not just for yourself. And then there's some products that have acids like the bar in the jar, which is a great exfoliating product. One of my favorites. And then the, what's another one? Uh, the by bump green cream is another one. That one's a mass treatment. 
And then I am going to start retelling fur, which is more natural than that. And I currently have that right now on my online store. And then PF, PFB Vanish, which is a little more um, advanced um, product. I am going to start retelling that too. Um, and you can read more information on that on my online store as well. And that link is in the description. So if you guys are curious on that, you can read it and even purchase some products on there that you are needing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be about the pre and post care of waxing. Woo woo! <laughs> okay, so uh, let's start first with before waxing. What is your post care or pre care? You can take ibuprofen, like I mentioned, 30 minutes before your wax appointment to avoid pain. You don't have to, but it is an option if you like. Um, please make sure that you are bathed or you have freshened up the area before your Brazilian, your bikini, or any body wax treatment. This, you guys, is just courtesy to your technicians because it's kind of rude if you come in kind of dirty and smelly, right? Because we have to deal with all that, you know, so just be, be, be uh, respectful and make sure you're clean and freshened up, okay? Um, <laughs> no self-tanners, body sprays, deodorants, or other topical creams before your wax appointment. This will create a barrier and it, it even if it's a self-tanner, it, it might get removed. So please avoid these. Um, do allow a minimum of two to three weeks or a fourth of an inch of hair growth, which, you know, I've mentioned it many times in this episode. Do schedule your wax appointment two to three days before going to the beach, poolside, or if you plan to sunbathe, which you guys already know how I feel about sunbathing. Also, um, if you're planning on going to an event, um, I do say wait, honestly, I would wax a week before. So if you're going to a wedding or if you're going on vacation, do a week before so you can give yourself some time just in case if there is any histamine reactions or allergic reactions that happen, then your skin will have time to recover before you go to wherever you are and you're exposing that area. So seven days before any type of event or vacation. Uh, no tanning beds, hot tubs, or saunas before or after your appointment. This can irritate your skin and all the nasty bacteria that are in hot tubs is kind of nasty. Um, do exfoliate the area gently with a scrub, a scrub that doesn't have any acid, so no AHAs or BHAs or enzymes. So you can use just a regular sugar scrub or a loofah um, 48 hours before your appointment to make sure you have all that dead skin removed so then the wax can adhere to the hair rather than your skin. Make sure you're staying hydrated, drinking a lot of water, and avoided to avoid any of the hair to be broke. <laughs> Make sure you're staying hydrated and drinking a lot of water to avoid any of the hair breaking. There we go. And also make sure no, 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 no alcohol, drug substances, or caffeine before your wax appointment because this can make the pain a lot more 
stronger and it can also cause you a lot of bleeding it can cause just a lot of things to happen and it can be kind of traumatic for you guys so avoid any of those okay so that is your post care or pre-care not post care this is your pre-care your waxing aftercare or waxing post care make sure you keep the wax area clean and then for the next 24 to 48 hours you want to avoid the following okay no sexual activity if you wax in this area it is going to be sensitive especially for your first time so friction is going to not be comfortable for you. Also, um, we want to make sure it's clean because anything that's going to cause bacteria to crawl in to your freshly waxed hair area follicle, it can cause a breakout histamine reaction which looks literally looks like pustules, which are the nasty white acne-like bumps. So... Avoid sexual activity, and you probably don't want to because it's going to be a little bit sensitive. Uh, no hot baths or showers. If you do want to take a shower, make sure it's lukewarm water or cool water. No saunas, hot tubs, or steam treatments. No tanning, so no sunbathing. No sports, gyms, or other exercises. Anything that's going to cause you to sweat, just avoid any of it. That's including if you're, um, if it's during the summertime and you're doing a lot of yard work or you're moving and lifting a lot of heavy stuff, just avoid that because it's going to cause you to sweat and you're going to get that acne-like histamine reaction bumps. No swimming because it is dirty. Um, don't swim. Make sure you're wearing clean, comfortable, loose-fitting clothing. And actually, it's good to wear... Um, loose clothing when you come in for your waxing appointment because anything that's tight and confined like I said can irritate your skin and also it confines bacteria so make sure you're just wearing clean loose fitting clothing um, do not apply any deodorants or body sprays uh, lotions in this area unless there are certain products that your technician recommends other than that do not shave between appointments, okay? You do want to exfoliate two to three times a week after 48 hours of your wax appointment. When you exfoliate, it's going to help prevent any ingrowns, and there are specific products that your technician will have available in their retail shelf for you that's going to be best for you. And they'll talk to you about that. Um, now, I have been mis uh, mentioning histamine reactions. This is very common that happens after waxing, um, especially your first time. So there are two types of histamine reactions. There are the histamine reaction where it happens right after your wax appointment where your pores are raised and it kind of looks like chicken skin, if you will. This is really common. Uh, it's just a natural reaction that your body's like, hey, what is going on? This is crazy. Why Why did you sh just remove the hair from me? So that will happen. Usually comes down by the end of the day. So if it's a concern, you can always use ice. Any inflammation. Remember, guys? Ice, ice, baby. Mm, 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 mm. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> so yeah, you can use ice. 
uh, the second histamine reaction is going to be how I mentioned the nasty bumpy ones um, this is because bacteria crawled into that pore and it's nice and cozy and it's starting to cozy on up in there so this is why making sure you are staying clean and fresh 24 hours after your appointment is going to help to prevent that if you get those bumps do not touch them don't touch them leave them alone especially the pussy ones leave them alone if you pop them you can cause staph infection and that bacteria to spread into your other pores and cause more infection you can cause hyperpigmentation scar tissue um, just so many things can happen so avoid that and um, even if you get an ingrown leave them alone Leave them alone and just keep up with the home care that your esthetician, cosmetologist, aka your wax technician has recommended to you. Oh, that was a long one, I feel, but not as long as my other ones lately. <laughs> I am going to do some episodes about histamine reaction. I am going to do an episode about ingrowns, um, but this is just a general information about waxing because like I said we're getting into that season even though you should be technically waxing all year round but right now this is a time that most people start waxing but I just want to give you guys some information on that if you're curious about more information on waxing you guys are more than welcome to ask me any questions avoid doing waxing at home how I mentioned before if you are inquiring how to book an appointment for your waxing session that information is in the details uh, don't forget to share this episode share confidence in your skin podcast with your family and friends to give them some information on how to take care of their skin and all the treatments and all the needs that they need information about the aesthetic world and makeup artist world um, don't forget to leave a review. You guys know I love you guys for leaving reviews, even if it's positive or negative. I want your personal feedback and your honest feedback. You will not hurt my feelings. That is it, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and never to forget to enhance your harmony and stay fabulous. If you're wanting to stay connected with us, follow Chic Sensation Aesthetics on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM us. We'll try to reach back to you as soon as we possibly can. Thank you, and don't forget to enhance your harmony.